Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Like we bring in our man Trey Wingo here. Our man Trey, what up, baby? Can you take me higher? That's all I want to know. Well, hey, so <laughs> we're, we, we, just, we just drew a, a, a comp that Nick Sirianni, the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, is Creed from The Office. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Is that um, not fair? Creed? Really? Like Creed Bratton? What does Nick Sirianni uh, do? Well, that's a great question. Right, okay. <laughs> I, I, okay. Okay. I get it now. I get it. I wasn't sure <laughs> where we were going with the uh, Um, Well, what what he does, I've always said this before, like if there was a magazine called The World's Most Punchable Face, Nick Sirianni might (laughs) be the cover boy for it. Well, like a a little hangdog expression, you know. (laughs) And then he's got the I I think he does some things. I like I I, I'll give I'll give him I'll give Nick Sirianni credit for this. Right. He knew to be the best head coach that he could be. He needed to get rid of play calling because a lot of these guys that are play callers hang on to that like grim death, right? Mm-hmm. And he knew if he needed to coach the entire team, he can't have his face in in the chart the entire time. So I'll, I'll give Nick credit for that. I just think you know you lost Steichen, you lost Gannon, and people think, oh, we'll just replace those guys. Like I remember when Steve Young was uh, playing for the 49ers and uh, Mike Shanahan left. I think at that point to go be the Raiders head coach. And I remember Steve saying, oh, we don't need an offensive coordinator. This offense can run by itself. And they had a bad year the next year. So I think I think losing the coordinators was a bigger deal than people realized at the time. I always uh, trip off the fact that, like, I just obviously Niners fan, could not stand no. Sirianni. <laughs> couldn't, <laughs> couldn't stand him all year. Was talking crazy about him all year. And uh, I'd sit back and, you know, and they, they start losing and I revel in it. I, t- I told you Sirianni was a bum. I told you. And I just like sit back. I was like, what if he's like the nicest guy in the world? And I've just been destroying <laughs> well, I don't, him for I don't, months. <laughs> I don't know if he's the nicest guy in the world. I mean, like after they beat the Chiefs, you know, he walking out of Arrowhead, he yelled, hey, Chiefs fans, see ya. I don't want to hear that bleep anymore. And they went two and five. After that, I, I loved then, it. That, yeah, hey, yeah. that thought didn't get me to stop talking about Sirianni. It's just a <laughs> thought that I had. <laughs> uh, proper introduction, our man Trey Wingle with us. Trey does a little bit of everything. He's got a, uh, a podcast coming up on Amazon after the Super Bowl. He's on the Stun app, does work for PGA. Trey, I miss you desperately covering the NFL, man. You are one of the absolute best uh, to cover this game, so we're excited to talk about championship weekend with you. And and I set this up earlier. I'm anxious to get your thoughts on Brock Purdy. Like you always have a very, you always have a very even keel look at quarterbacks in this league. And 
you feverishly defended Josh Allen against the haters uh, a week yeah. or so ago. Um, what is your opinion on Brock just, Purdy? Yeah, just real quickly on the Josh stuff. Like it, it's sort of a and look, we're all guilty of this, and by I mean the media in all of this because we always we always turn to the quarterback. The quarterback is a massively important thing. But in the two most heartbreaking losses that you can remember over the last two, three seasons for the Bills, Josh Allen did almost everything right. Like he got them the lead with 13 seconds to play in the divisional round at Arrowhead two years ago. You know, he's not the one that decided not to squib it. And, you know, Josh made perfect throws to Sherfield and Diggs, and they just didn't come up with a catch late down the stretch. And people say, well, he missed that Shakur in the end zone on that third nine. Yeah, because Chris Jones pushed the left tackle into his face. I mean, that's why he missed him. Like, it's a team game. Teams win games. Teams lose games. Teams win championships. Um, I think Brock has done a remarkable job. And the thing that I liked most about Brock, which when there wasn't a lot to like in the game against Green Bay, is that when he had to have it, he found a way to course correct. Like, to me, the best thing an athlete can do, whether it's Tiger Woods in the middle of a golf round or Russell Wilson a few years ago in the NFC Championship game against the Packers or Tom Brady in Super Bowl 51, when he was terrible. And then they suddenly have an opportunity to go find and win the game, and they do it. Brock was very uneven in that game, except that last drive. And as your co-host knows, the Niners are not really good at coming from behind. Oh, That's only the second time in 34 games that they've trailed by five points or more in the fourth quarter and, and came away with a win or three, three or more, sorry, three or more. So when they had to have it, he delivered. And I think that's the best thing you could say about Brock. Cause to me, that's the hardest thing for an athlete to do is to course correct during the actual game, not go back and look at tape and mm -hmm. fix your swing or whatever, but as it's happening in real time to course correct. And I, I thought that was really impressive. Yeah, you know, and, and some of the discussion that we had on this show is I had a tweet after the bills game, and I think Josh Allen is a good quarterback. I don't think he's as good as he's a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback. He's not a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. See, Trey, I he's don't think he I don't think he's as good as some people say he is. And and it's Okay, so it's, let me let me ask you this question then. And mm -hmm. that, that's fair. Okay, obviously we're starting with Mahomes, right? Let's mm -hmm. just know all in. Mahomes is number one. So give me your two, three, four, and five. It would and so here's the thing, right? It would probably yeah. be Lamar and I would have Josh Allen up there. Right, like I'd have him up there but on where? that level, like three. Three, I think he's behind Lamar, um, and here's where I got in trouble. Or accordingly, I said I think Brock Purdy is on the same level as Josh Allen, and I made the argument that I think people <sighs> conflate physical gifts with actual production. Sometimes, Purdy can't throw the ball as far as Josh Allen on a on a rope. He can't yeah, throw no it as fast and, and do all this other stuff. He can't run the way Josh Allen does. But when you talk about playing the position of quarterback and leading and running an offense, I think he does that just as good as anybody else in the league, including Josh Allen. And, and I want to get your opinion on this too. And I think yeah. you'll understand what I'm saying. It, I'm not calling Brock Purdy Joe Montana, but it reminds me. Good. <laughs> it reminds me of Montana versus Marino and Elway. Montana yeah. was not as physically gifted and no, blessed as Elway and Marino, but he understand he understood how to play the position of quarterback as good as anybody that there ever was. And right yeah. now, I'm not saying ever was, right now I think Brock plays the position of quarterback as good as anybody in the league. Well, here's where I would just slightly disagree on a couple of those things. I 100% agree. Arm strength is the most overrated thing when, when 
judging a quarterback. Because if it was arm strength, Jeff George would have been the greatest quarterback Jamarcus in history. Marcus Russell on a knee throwing Jay seven Cutler. yards. Jay Cutler would have been the greatest quarterback in the history of football. Mm-hmm. So you have to have arm talent, but you don't have to have arm arrogance. You know, like Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Burrow, uh, and Josh, they have arm arrogance to me. They can fit it in anywhere. So what you're talking about now is, okay, when do you decide to do that? And when do you dial it back? And do you have all, all the speeds, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have all the pitches? Because uh, Garrett Wilson, the rookie for the uh, – not a rookie anymore, but when he was in his rookie year with the Jets, they were talking about the difference of, of a ball that Joe Flacco throws as opposed to Zach Wilson. And he said something that nobody really picked up on at the time because Zach was injured that year uh, going into last season, and Joe Flacco had to play the first three or four games of the year. And he said, yeah, Joe just throws more catchable ball because Joe knows when to use the changeup, knows when to slider, when to, when to throw the fastball, the two-seamer. Zach was just pop, 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 powitzer. You know? mm-hmm. So that goes to what you're talking about. There's playing the quarterback and having athletic skills. You're 100% right. The only thing I would say is Josh's production is unmatched. I mean, we're talking about 40 total touchdowns over the last four seasons, or, or four straight seasons, rather, of, of at least 40 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's never happened before. He's a really productive, good, accurate quarterback the bills sometimes do him a disservice whereas brock is told hey you don't have to do everything all right we have hopefully debo for the nfc championship game we have Ayuk, we have kittle we have cmc let's get everybody involved let's mix and match i think the buffalo bills on more than one occasion and i think that's one of the reasons they fired uh, ken dorsey was that they said josh go do everything and when they turned their season around after six and six, it was when they got Cook more involved, when Shakur became more, more involved in the offense. Mm-hmm. Josh became more of a player in a system as opposed to a guy who is the system. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a real evolution for him this year. It's really similar to what the nine Brock Purdy to do. But so and real quick, that is the, what you just said is look as a testament, and not by you, I'm just in general, mm-hmm. as a testament to Josh Allen's greatness, but it's looked at as a demerit Brock Purdy's game. See, not not yeah, it's stupid. That's stupid. I agree with you. That's yeah. dumb. Like Brock, Brock is asked to do what he's what he's supposed to do and what he's capable of doing. And like people, like I give you an example. The 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 Cleveland game to me, I thought where they lost, I thought was one of Brock's best games this year, because Trent went out, Debo went out. They're playing as it turned out to be at the end of the season, the number one defense in the NFL road in bad weather. In the rain, and what did he do? Without all those weapons, he took them down the field. I think it was what a forty-one yard Something field like goal that would have won the game, yeah. and that, that's basically an elongated extra point at this point. You know, I mean, a, a five-yard penalty or for a false start on a, on a extra point is thirty-eight yards. Mm-hmm. Kid just missed a forty-one yarder. Like he put his team in a position to win the game with his play. Um, it shouldn't be looked as. I mean, you know, Cam Newton went off on this tangent talking about system quarterbacks and all this kind of stuff, and that was a weird sort of thing that cam did um this year uh much like his outfits which is a separate i love his outfits i love love him i love well 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 the outfits are they costumes like that's tim hassel like you said sometimes when he wears like the knickers or something like that like all right cam let's just stay out of the hat whatever but yeah i look i think brock is doing what he's supposed to do and when someone tries to do something they're not supposed to do or do does too much I think that was Jalen Hurts' problem this year, mm. oh, besides the fact that he, his knee wasn't right since the early October. You can't mm. convince me otherwise. You could see it in that first Commanders game, and he's, he limped through the entire season. But sometimes when an athlete or a quarterback gets a big contract, they feel like they need to live up to that contract, when in reality, they got the contract for what they've already done. You know, mm. And so it can, it can mess with your head. 
And I think a lot of times people, oh, I got this big deal. I've got to do more. I've got to be this that I wasn't. No, no. They paid you for what you are. So just do that. And, and, I, and Brock has done a really good job, in my opinion, of doing exactly what he's supposed to do. This is not Jimmy Garoppolo, okay, where you won an NFC Championship game throwing it eight times a couple years ago against Green Bay. They're going to let Brock throw. They're going to give him opportunities. He just has to know when to go for it and when to just sort of, you know, sometimes an incompletion is the best thing a quarterback can throw. Mm -hmm. It's true. With all that said, who do you think has the better quarterback in the NFC Championship? Well, that's a very interesting question. Um, <laughs> I think weather's going to be good, right? It's going to be like yeah, in the yeah, mid-60s. Yeah, yeah. No, no rain. Nope. Um, Detroit has struggled on the road and especially outdoors. You go look at that game they played against the Ravens. Now, albeit the Ravens, you know, pretty good defense yeah. in October. But they, I mean, they they got run out of that building. You know, they, they just got destroyed in that game. Um, I think that Jared has probably been a little more consistent this season, but I don't think I don't think there's a swing one way or the other. Like I, I it's for me, it's not like oh, Goff is here and Purdy's here or Purdy's here and Goff's way down here. I'm trying to figure out where my hands are on the screen. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think I think it's negligible. Uh, I don't think either court either team has a massive advantage at quarterback. Yeah, I, I like I like uh, Jared Goff and the way he's played. I didn't I didn't think he was going to be this good when he got to Detroit. Obviously, we saw him no, with the Rams and he regressed. Year after year, it felt like, and I thought his career was on his way to being a career backup. But his two years in Detroit, he's played really well. I'm expecting him to be formidable on Sunday. But I do look at the the road, home and road splits with him a, as an issue. And you talk about being outdoors, and yeah, Baltimore is Baltimore, but they got destroyed by Chicago. And I know that's yeah. a divisional game as well. No, but no, they just but they look like not, two they different teams. They have not teams. played well outdoors. They yeah. have not. They yeah. look like two different teams outdoors on the road and I'm, I'm looking looking at that to see how they respond to that on Sunday if yeah I, I, I'm surprised the number is as big as it is Damien I mean I, seven I thought was a big number especially with the way San Francisco played uh against uh the Packers on defense you know like Chase Young was a non-factor in that game uh he's got to show up on Sunday now it certainly helps that the Lions offensive line is banged up right uh, uh Joseph's out and I don't know what they're going to get uh out of rag now uh, because he's, you know, he, everything hurt on him, ankle, mm -hmm. knee, all that kind of stuff. So, but they can't, they can't give up the run to Detroit the way they gave up the run to green Bay. I mean, Aaron Jones killed the Cowboys and he killed the, uh, and he killed the 49ers in that game. And the, the Lions have that ability with Montgomery and then the change of pace guy, the, the rookie Gibbs. Mm -hmm. But I, I do think that the, the offensive line, no one's talking enough about the offensive line issues for the Detroit Lions, which is a huge advantage uh, for San Francisco. If it's, is that what swings, if, if it's not the quarterback position that swings this game, what do you think does? Is, is it the offensive line or is it something else? I think they cannot allow the, the Lions to run the way the Packers ran on them. That 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 just can't be, especially if we're talking about this a defense as being so elite with playmakers, and they do all across the defensive line, linebacking core, obviously a little suspect in secondary in some areas, quit getting all those penalties. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do think, look, the Lions, if they can start fast, right, 10-3, 13-7, 17-7, something like that, that changes the way San Francisco is built to bully you and wear you down. Like that's the way they're built. They're they're great. They're great front runners, mm -hmm. right? Once they get on you, they step on you and they keep you down there. If you can hang with them for a while, sometimes that offense takes a little issue. And obviously, that Debo's availability 
is huge, right? You, you've mm-hmm. seen the, the numbers. Like they're eight and nine without him and 53 and 23 when he plays. So mm-hmm. you know, we talk about the quarterbacks all the time. Why don't we talk about Debo in that same way? He's yeah. just as important as the quarterback to this 49ers team, the way they're built. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I look at, I look at um, how they played on Saturday. I went back and watched the game. And in the moment, because I'm emotional about it. Sure. Like, I've watched it as a fan before reporting, and I was just a mess, Trey. I was a mess. I was in shambles, right? And I thought, oh, they played terrible. They didn't do this, this and that, this and that. And then after the result was already done and I can go back and watch the game, I thought the defense played a little better than people give them credit for. They got dealt a short field um, one of the times with the run back. Uh, when they, they stood up in the in the red zone, I think the Packers got there five times. They allowed two touchdowns out of those five times in the red zone. Right. So they stood up a little bit, and then there was a position in the in the third quarter when it got to 21 points. And I said, I think they're going to have to pitch a shutout the rest of the way to win this game. And they did just that and forced two turnovers in that time. So I don't know if it's rust, rest type thing, and they had to get into the groove or what. But I think I think the defense played a little bit better on Saturday than people give them credit for. I mean, Jordan Love, yeah. Jordan Love had 180 yeah. yards passing going into that final drive. Right, but they were running the ball so effectively he didn't have to throw it that much. I mean, that, that's the other way to look at that. Um, I mean, they were really effective on the run. All I'm, all I'm saying is they can't give up the run to Detroit mm-hmm. the way they gave it up to the, to the Packers. They won't. Huh? Niners right, by two scores. Niners by two scores. Right. And Detroit, Detroit's a good team. Detroit, I, I got nothing yeah, bad to say. They They're a good, a good team, team, but I, I think this is the Niners' time. I think this is Fine. their time. They they worked hard to get this game. This is something they haven't had the last two times. This game yep. in their stadium. That was the goal. Remember, I told you in August, like mm-hmm. they've got to get the at NFC home. Championship yep. game at home. They worked yep. hard to get there. I think they'll take advantage of it. Who you got on the other side? Well, it's interesting, right? This is the first time I can recall where I look at the Chiefs and say they're not the better team. Mm-hmm. Right. I, you know, I I all last year, even even with the with the Bengals coming in as well as they played, and two years ago when the Bengals upset them after they, the Chiefs had a brain fart at the end of the first half and they didn't get a, an easy three points that probably would have sealed that game and taken them. We're talking about Chiefs maybe going to their fourth or fifth straight Super Bowl in that scenario. Um, the Chiefs are, are not the better team. But the Ravens under the Lamar Jackson era have, quite frankly, underperformed in the postseason, mm. you know, this is the sixth straight AFC championship game appearance for these chiefs. They know what this is all about. They know That's the moment. Um, I think the, the way the chiefs win is if Mahomes goes into God mode, Pacheco, who's a little banged up, has a big day. Rashi rice has to be, be big. Um, and the Ravens are going to have to spit the bit a little, and I don't know if mm. they will, but I want to see how they react to the moment. Right. Mm. That was the first divisional round win for the Ravens under the Lamar Jackson era. Uh, they had one wild card win over Tennessee. They, they were one and done in 2019 as the number one seed. Uh, and then they lost to Buffalo a couple of years ago. Uh, and obviously Lamar didn't play uh, last year because of injury. So uh, they, I, I'm curious, the moment, it's a it's a thing, man. Like, I, I think Championship Sunday is harder than the Super Bowl. Mm. Because if you're honest about it, everybody that plays just wants the opportunity. Just mm. give me a chance to play for it all, mm. right? And coming up short one game shy of that is devastating. I've talked to a lot of former players that lost on championship Sunday and lost in the Super Bowl, and their thought process was, yeah, it sucked, but at least we were there. Mm -hmm. We took our shot. We had our opportunity. We didn't cash in. We didn't play well. It went against us, whatever. At least we were there. 
I think there's sometimes way more pressure on Championship Sunday than there is in the Super Bowl because you're this close to getting that one thing you want. Yeah. And that that can change people. So I'm curious to see how the Ravens are. They should win. They're the better team. Mm. Number one scoring defense. They're, they might be even healthier. They're getting Mark Andrews back. You know, we know Joe Tooney is already out. He's one of the interior uh, guard. He's one of the guards for the Chiefs. They're, they're threesome of Creed, Trey Smith, and Tooney, guard, center guard, might be the best middle of an offensive line in the NFL. Now, Allegretti played well against Buffalo, but this is a different Ravens team. And, and you know, all that room that Kelsey had against those linebackers, mm. those are all backup linebackers for the Bills. Mm. Ravens linebackers are as good as any unit in football. Now, I, I'm not saying the Chiefs can't win. But the Ravens should win, and it'll be – if they have a first half, for example, like the Ravens did against the Texans, it was only 10-10, and I get the Texans' only score was the punt return. Mm -hmm. They had 23 yards passing in the first half. Uh, Lamar was 7 of 11, I think, for 54 yards and a couple of big sacks. I mean, there was no offensive continuity. They can't play that, well, that way against Kansas City. They're going to have to be a more consistent offense. That was a long, in-depth answer about how the Ravens went. Hey, how did the Chiefs win? Patrick Mahomes. That's just, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes yeah. just God mode. Yeah, God Patrick mode. Mahomes. Just God essentially mode. like yeah. that. God mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trey, you do all that work on the PJ Tour. What's the podcast you got coming up after the Super Bowl? Oh, thanks. Yeah, we we do one every week every week with Chase Daniel for the thirty third team. Uh, Longtime backup quarterback. That's been fun. But we're starting a new one. Uh, He's an all-time great old... backup quarterback, by the oh. way. Like that is, I mean, that's an all-time bag getter. Oh yeah, <laughs> nine nine touchdowns, forty million in guaranteed money. <laughs> that's what I'm okay. talking about. That's nine touchdowns right there. I gave him grief on the first episode. I didn't even get double digits. Like you didn't get double digits, man. But you got forty hey, large. That's so all that matters. You. That double digits um, matters way more than the touchdowns. That's dude. facts. Uh, agreed. So uh, this one's with my old uh, Sports Center. Uh, co-host uh kevin frazier oh nice it's called alternate it's called alternate routes and the premise is we take one defining moment in a, in a game or something in sports and what if it had gone the other way mm. and how things would have changed it's like a sliding doors approach mm. down the rabbit hole for example uh one of the first ones we're going to do is what if the seahawks just gave the ball to marshawn lynch mm. What if they gave the ball to Marshawn Lynch instead of throwing it inside to their fourth best receiver in Ricardo Lockett and Malcolm Butler makes the interception? Well, if that happens, uh, the Seahawks become the first team to repeat a Super Bowl champ since the Patriots in 38 and 39. The Patriots would have then lost their last three Super Bowls. Does that mean Tom Brady goes earlier and they go to Jimmy Garoppolo in the 20, 2015 season? Uh, does Tom then go to San Francisco and team up with Jim Harbaugh and they create a dynasty there? Uh, Pete Carroll would have been the only head coach in the history of football with multiple championships in college and the NFL. That's a pretty good trump card to play. And Skittles might have replaced Tums as the stomach medicine when you were having a little upset stomach. Oh, that's fire. All, that's there's dope. all these wormholes like yeah, you can go down, dope. right? Russell, Russell never meets up with Sierra, and all these <laughs> other things go crazy. And right? Kenny still has so a chance. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. So, shout out, shout out so Sierra. telling me there's a chance. So you just take one moment and you change it. And everything looks differently. So the first episode is going to drop after the Super Bowl. It's called Alternate Routes. It's going to be a lot of fun. We also another one we're doing. What if the coin flip for Magic Johnson in the NBA in oh, the NBA's first oh, round between yeah. the Bulls and the Lakers? What if he goes to the Bulls? Yeah. Michael Jordan never goes to Chicago. Yeah. Where does yeah. Michael Jordan go? Do the Showtime Lakers ever exist? Like it's it's a wow. fascinating thing to do. So we're, we're it's going to be fun. We're really looking yeah. forward. I wasn't to expecting it. you to say Kevin Frazier. Are you going to do this with like entertainment too? Like what if? 
What if, what, if, what if Will Smith took the Matrix he, role? Like, what, what, listen, listen, you're, you're, he, who didn't give me the Sierra news, right? Like, well, we've got one. Okay, how about this one? Just, and we'll explain it on the episode. We've got one scenario with that coin flip where Charles Barkley and not Barack Obama is the first black president. Oh, <laughs> yo, yo, it's a good one. I'm tapped it, in. And it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. I'm tapped in. What's the name of this podcast again? Alternate route, and it's on Amazon, Wondery Plus, or wherever you get your podcast. First episode is going to drop Monday after the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm that is in. tremendous! Yeah, I'm tapped in yeah for sure. you got you got yeah. you got a whole host of listeners for I that love right that now. That's stuff, good man. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I said it to start, man. I, I miss you covering the game, but I, I I miss you overall, man. I hope I hope everything's well. I was telling everyone you're hours behind us, man. You're living the good life right yeah. now as you as as you deserve. Thanks, brother. We're here half the year and then on the East Coast the other half of the year. But it's always good to catch up with you guys, Damien. Always good to talk. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, my friend. Thanks, Trey. See you guys. Take care. That's our man, Trey Wingo. I cannot wait for that. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like that that type of fire. Well, because I think we wired the same way. We're like, we like history, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's just going back in history. Like, what if this happens this way? And the. The trickle down effect for all that. I I can't wait to hear those. Yeah. And Kevin Frazier, too. Yeah. I can't wait to hear those. Kevin Frazier's fun. Yeah. Man, I I just I think I just think the world of that dude is one of the He's best. A legend. Watching Trey, um, I think I've told you this before. Watching like those those hosts that do shows that like come in and out of games, like they call them wraparounds. Mm-hmm. So you see it a lot during the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. And he used to host the women's NCAA tournament until one particular football incident was like, I can never do this again. <laughs> um, it was the the Peyton Manning stuff. He was covering mm-hmm. the tournament when Peyton left the. Uh, the Colts, the Colts and yeah. went to the Broncos. He's like, I can't, like, I'm missing all of this because I'm covering the tournament. <laughs> um, but watching him and like, he just has the earpiece in his ear. And at the time, it was it was Karen, it was Carolyn Peck. And all right, where are we going here? South Carolina, LSU. Okay. And they would just put something on his screen with very little notice, and he would just start talking about it. Hey. Yep. And we're headed right. It's it like it the amount of the amount of like awareness of everything going on around you. It was just incredible. So to be able to watch that from inside the studio, like I'll I'll never forget. Because you have a vision of how all this stuff works. Right. And it's not that. Right. It's just being on to what are we going to? We're go we're, we're going to Kings Warriors. Okay, I got it. De'Aaron Fox just hits a pull up three here for the Sacramento Kings to put them up one. Has only seen thirty seconds of the game <laughs> and he has to talk about it in that moment. Yeah. Incredible. He's one of the he's one of the, the goats, man. This that's somebody that I'm not trying to date him or nothing, but uh, grew up with man. Grew up watching that guy on ESPN. And by the way, he did have the ultimate pause moment in that interview that we just we just. Oh yeah, any no everyone caught it. Oh, official officials were sleeping. No, it was about it was about the Forty Niners. Well, he said the Forty Niners, they're not the best. (laughs) Come from behind. Yeah, it was it was quite possible. Slowing. We'll let it slide. Speaking speaking of speaking of the 49ers. Hey yo. Debo's off the injury report. And he's good to go for the NFC championship. You know what that means. Yes, I do. It's over for you hoes. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. Ramsey, get ready to be upset on Monday. <laughs> That's 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 actually something I'm very much looking forward to is R- Ramsey. I, I, that's another reason besides you, of course, 
that I want the 49ers to win is just knowing Ramsey will be salty and saltier, I should say, and then he'll spend two weeks bigging up whatever AFC team <laughs> that the 49ers are playing, and he'll be the biggest Chiefs or Ravens fan for the next two weeks. I, I look forward this, to this that. This was going to happen. But you know what? Hey, I feel great about the 49ers. I mean it when I say the Lions are a good team. I, I, what they can do oh, they on the offensive are. end um, with Laporta and St. Brown and Gibbs and, and Montgomery, they've got weapons on the offensive end. Jared Goff is, is a good quarterback, so – I don't – when I think the Niners are going to win by two scores, it's not because, like, they, the Lions stink. I just I just think the 49ers are the better team. Is this the perfect weekend for the NFL? Championship weekend? Yeah. Like, the, like it, it, obviously, it, it, it's championship weekend. It's huge. There's mm-hmm. no – I'm not trying to make this more than it is. But let's look at you, – you've got the guy who's going to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. You've got the guy who is considered the best player in the game right now. Some would already say he's the best to ever. Some say he's going to be the best to ever play that position. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, you have the Taylor Swift factor. Oh, yeah. You have the team that was on hard knocks and people have an emotional investment in. Mm-hmm. And like, and it's virtually the same team that was on that show. Certainly the same coach and, and key players. Mm-hmm. And then you have a storied franchise like San Francisco. Yeah, it's a great one. And I think the the Lions being the Lions and, you know, being one win away from the Super Bowl is something that's captivated everybody. Like You have a David than, Goliath thing where yeah, in terms of yeah. franchise, not, not that the 49ers are so much better. In terms of franchises, the mm-hmm. 49ers and the Lions aren't the same thing. Right. Like, and even – but – the fact that it's the Lions helps. Like, I don't mean any shade, to, but if it was the Cardinals, I don't think it'd be. Cardinals ain't ever been, uh, won a Super Bowl or, mm-hmm. you know, done anything in recent memory. But that wouldn't have that wouldn't hit the same as it is right now with the Lions. Like the Lions are, you well, know, the lovable losers. You have the zero and sixteen. Yeah, you've got a you've got yeah. a lot it's there. One of, I think it's one of the forcing Barry Sanders into retirement. Yeah. You got the Axel Foley jacket from mm-hmm. Beverly Hills Cop. Jacket got, is fire. You, it's fire, yeah, but you, fire. you've got apparently Beverly Hills Cop one, two, three, and four. Uh, he wears the same jacket. So no, I I, I hear what you're saying, man, and uh, I think it's it's a great weekend. I I love what Trey said because I agree with, and I think we've talked about it before, but the the pressure and the sense of accomplishment of winning the conference championship. The Super Bowl, everybody wants to win the Super Bowl, wants to host the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. But there's a almost an element of it's like a standalone separate game almost. Like it's it's a different experience, it feels like. The the conference championship game still feels like the NFL season, if that makes any sense, right? You're you're in a home stadium, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the it's pomp the and right. circumstance isn't the same. Like right. you, you go through you go through a normal week. Right, right. And I've I've heard a lot of people say before that is the one that you know you excel a little bit after you win, or mm-hmm. you stay up late at night if you don't win. Mm-hmm. Being able to get to the Super Bowl um, sometimes holds a lot more pressure, and people feel more accomplished than actually winning the Super Bowl. Or if you lose the Super Bowl, I'm you're not as hurt as you are if you lose the championship. And I was trying to remember as Trey was talking, but I wasn't 100% sure. 
I think it was Tom Jackson. It was definitely one of his guys over there at 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 at, at ESPN. But I think it was Tom Jackson. He was with the Denver Broncos and you know Berman's co-host for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think he was the one who said every time the Super Bowl comes around, it gets really difficult to watch. Because mm, he, didn't get, he didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 didn't get that in his career. And he was on some really good teams. Um, you know, incredible player, all that. He didn't, he didn't get that, and he mm-hmm. feels it. And I, 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 he was, he was the first one I heard to say articulate that. Um, but Trey has shared with me before that that thing about losing in the end, not even having a shot. And it's so different, I think, to guys like Charles Barkley or Carl Malone. Like those are series that right. you lose. Like that's a stretch of two weeks. Right. This is you. You win Sunday. It's one. It's one shot. Mm-hmm. You either do or you don't. It's not stretched out over the next two or three weeks. It's one shot. Who's better on that particular day? Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I think I think the Niners are obviously. I think they're going to win, um, but the Lions are a good team, man, and it's a great story. If it was any other situation, sure, I'd be rooting for the for the Lions, man. I ain't got no no issue with with them or their fan base, but unfortunately for them. <laughs> They going up against them boys in San Francisco. They going up them boys from the Bay. And we just, it's, it's, it's the Niners' time. It's our time right now. Another really interesting component to this weekend uh, are the coaches. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, as well. The, yeah. it, it feels like the more we talk about this, the Lions are kind of like, they're, the, they're, the, they're on the outside of all of this. Like, mm-hmm. they're, the, they're the new guy here. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that, and then, of course, we'll get back to the Kings. Big win last night against the Warriors, and they got a big game tomorrow it's against Dallas. Like We're starting to look at standings. We're starting to look at matchups, uh, and we'll we'll dive back into uh, the conversation about the Sacramento Kings. Steve and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Uh, 
dudes talking over the break. Our guys, Vontae and Butch, Warriors fans, Dub Nation, all this other stuff. We got them shook a little bit. We got them shook because it's over. Mm. You can say we, you can say the league, you can say reality. They know it's over. It's over. This Warriors thing is done. Now, they might make the playoffs. They might make the play-in. Might do all this other stuff. But all this, oh, we got to get five and, you know, got to beat LeBron. Like, you ain't ain't got a shot in hell. You ain't doing that. This thing is over. Close. Championship-wise, winning more than one round in the playoff-wise. This thing's done. It's over. I don't think I asked you. I asked Marcus. You don't think there's anything they could do in the next two weeks? Not that. That opens that that opens that door a little bit more. No, you did ask me. No, because they're too. Okay, okay. They like Looney is Looney's not it no more, and Draymond is six seven, trying to guard Jokic, AD, Nurkic, all this. They're too like that's the one thing. Like they can get another skilled guy, <clears throat> but they get dominated in the paint and on the boards by everybody. Mm. And I don't know if there's anybody out there that can. Help them fix that. I'm like Jack Davis. Jack says, I enjoy listening to Bonte Clan of the Kings. They mad at us. <laughs> yeah, they mad at us. Uh, I mean, it is I funny. Have a great time when they talk about that. Oh, I, love, I love just when Joe gets worked up and starts yelling. <laughs> and, 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 Shoulder. What did you say? Shoulder. 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 Light the beam. That sounds, <laughs> uh, that, that sounds like the, the JR on the Warzone call. For like the old Sega Genesis. <laughs> shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. <laughs> oh, Butch. Oh, but you got, hey, Fonte, Butch, you guys got the 49ers. You got the, hey, we all got the 49ers. You got the 49ers, baby. 49ers, man. Come on now. Come on. Let's do got this. the 49ers. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's go. I mentioned uh, before we get back to the Kings, um, I mentioned right before the break that, 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 you know, we talked about or I, I asked, you know, is this a, just a perfect weekend for the NFL with, you know, two marquee quarterbacks and in, in, in Lamar and, you know, MVP quarterback and Lamar Jackson, two-time MVP, soon-to-be two-time MVP quarterback Lamar Jackson, uh, Patrick Mahomes, essentially the face of the league, um, a, 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 a marquee franchise, and then a, a up-and-coming franchise that you have an investment in. You know, because of your your HBO programming, you know, take it a step further. You look around. We talked about Bill Belichick, and and I think we talked about Jim Harbaugh. You know, a week or so ago, when you talk about the best coaches in football, you've got three of them mm. Mm. in playing this week, or you got yeah. three of them coaching this weekend. Dan Campbell, who I now think very very highly of. He's on the outside of that conversation, just starting his career, trying to work his way up to where those guys are. I think Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid, and John Harbaugh are the three of, because I, I was going to put Mike Tomlin in there, mm-hmm. three of the best coaches in football, period, yeah. regardless of ranks. That, and no, Dan Campbell trying to trying to work his way into that conversation and take, yeah. you know, hopes to take a big step this weekend. That's a great call, man. And, and you got some great play callers. You got some – Great uh, motivators. You got guys that are highly respected in their locker rooms, and Dan Campbell adds to that as well. Yeah, and you know it's going to be a great 
meeting of the minds on Sunday between those four uh, coaches, for sure. Somebody, somebody in the chat asked us uh, to expound on something Trey Trey Wingo said. Okay, they asked, "What's the top five top five quarterbacks in the league?" And I don't, you don't really do lists like that or whatever, but it sounds crazy to put Brock Purdy in the top five. And for going over career and all this, that's a whole different thing. I'm just talking about like right now today. I think he is a top five quarterback in this league. I would have I don't Mahomes, have a... Jackson, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, Purdy, mm-hmm. and that fifth one. I mean, that could be the, there's a couple guys that Burrow that could be uh, Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow a lot. He could be in there as well. Tua, I'd go Burrow ahead of Tua. Okay. Yeah, Burrow, Burrow, yeah, Burrow's better than Tua. To me, there's, there's the top four is Allen, Burrow, Lamar, and um, Mahomes. Those are like the four, and then everyone else after that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with like the top five at all. Like if, if like I, I said this earlier in the week, it, it's it, it, Patrick is one, and he's like over here. Mm-hmm. You want to put Lamar? To, Lamar's over here. Like those two are different stratospheres. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, and then sure Josh Allen. I don't like Joe Burrow the the way that you guys do, I, and I don't think I like Justin Herbert the way others do. Justin Herbert's another guy I thought about. Herbert's the hypothetical champ. Yeah, he's another yeah. guy I thought about, but he's could, he's could, what could I talk about. Could, could, could change. change could change very but, quickly. But for him. he's the guy that I talk about when you talk about not mistaking physical traits for understanding how to play the the position. I, I'm I'm big on that. Like. I'm big on guys that understand how to play the position of quarterback. I, Russell Wilson was always good at this. I don't think Russell Wilson was like um, – he was shorter. You know, he, he couldn't just stand there and throw. He had a nice arm or whatever. But he understood how to matriculate the ball down the field, mm-hmm. how to move in the pocket, how to have a feel for the pocket. Um, and he was, That's why he was one of the best while he was, while he was playing. So I'm big on understanding – how to play that position. I don't, I don't know if Herbert completely understands that right now. I don't have a uh, issue with putting Brock Purdy in the top five, but if I put Brock Purdy in the top five, I feel like we need to have a conversation about CJ Stroud. Mm. Cause Brock only has like a handful of games more than That's CJ. True. And I thought CJ was tremendous this year. So the tough thing with those guys is we're evaluating them with a small sample size against guys who have a larger sample size. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the, to, the, to the point I was making. I think it had to have been earlier this week where it was we were talking about the Josh Allen, Brock Purdy thing, and then it became like, why are we talking about Brock Purdy year two versus Josh Allen year six? Mm-hmm. Let's talk mm-hmm. about Brock Purdy year two versus Josh Allen year two. Mm-hmm. And that tells a completely different story. Right. And then once you get five, six, seven years in, then you're you can have that conversation with guys five, six, seven, eight, nine, twelve years in. Like, you know, Aaron Rodgers returns next year. He could still be Aaron Rodgers, and he's right back into that conversation mm-hmm. of of being up there with Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Um, the only the only thing that gives me pause on Purdy, and I think he has the ability to be a, a I, I think he will be, I'll, t- I'll be definitive. I think he will be a top five quarterback. I think if we're just using this small sample size, though, 
I can't put him on that list and not C.J. Stroud when I think C.J. had a a terrific season this year. So that's maybe where the Joe Burrows come into play because they got more of a sample size, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, those guys, and maybe I'm not being fair to Justin Herbert. I'm really actually very, very anxious to watch Justin Herbert next year with 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 Absolutely. Jim Harbaugh as his head coach, yeah. um, and and I'm very confident if 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 Justin Herbert is what everyone says he is, mm-hmm. he's we're gonna see it like mm-hmm. all of it with no restrictions, no yeah buts, no but oh it's the Chargers we're gonna see it next year with Harbaugh at the helm. Yeah. Um, but I but I don't want that to deter from the fact I think Brock Purdy's gonna wind up when his sample size is fair enough to compare to everybody else, a top five quarterback. He played this season, and this is dumbing down the conversation, so forgive me. He played this season like a top five quarterback, in my opinion. Right, and and when I bring up what I'm about to bring up, everybody going to talk about his teammates, whatever the case may be, but I think in that, that rant uh, uh, that Pat McAfee had the other day, I mean, he listed like, nine to 10 to 11 categories where Purdy was like first or second mm-hmm. in everything. Like mm-hmm. yards were played. The only thing he's mm-hmm. like dead last in, which is always something I talk about. The only thing he's dead last in is like passing attempts. So he, he does all that and the 49ers pass the least of anybody in the league. So not, not to, so maybe this is semantics. Is the conversation a top five quarterback in the NFL or a top five quarterback this year? Yeah. Because are those different things? I think they're different things because when we talk about NFL, that's when you bring in sample sizes and, so, and yeah. Because because to, to I'm me, just saying like right now, he right now, yeah. yeah, right now he's a top like this year he's a top five quarterback right. in my opinion. He I, doesn't have the longevity to jump a Joe Burrow or jump a right anybody else like that. So I I couldn't put him top five compared right. to you know, these guys have played 120 games right, right. yeah compared to him. So I, I yeah. couldn't do that. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they got other guys. And then you got guys in there that I think right now are just out of the top five who used to be in the top five. Like some people put Jalen Hurts there. I wouldn't. Some people put Dak there. I wouldn't, but they're not far off. They're like six and seven or something like that. Dak, I, and this is this is where part of me does feel for Dak a little bit, is he did have, and, and I know I know you don't feel this way, Like I feel like he had a good season. Um, But, man, his shortcomings were bad like and they're glaring and they're like in big bright neon lights mm. um I, i'm pulling up joe burrow's numbers uh, not joe burrow uh justin herbert because i feel like i might be being a little unfair to him he missed he missed a lot of time this year so it's hard to it's hard to have a conversation about him this he, year and i thought trey man wingo, but he's had some numbers in his career boy goodness trey, gracious trey, trey wingo brought up a great point which is like is is if you want to have an argument, we, we can have – not you, but you want to have an argument, we can have an argument about it. But he was like, yeah, when Josh Allen was asked to do everything, he struggled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the point. Like, mm-hmm. So when he was asked to do everything, he couldn't do it. They had to help him out, dumb things down. They started winning games. He played better. That's the same thing people uh, criticize and punish Brock Purdy for, yeah. having a game plan that doesn't put everything on him and having help around them. It's the same thing. I think they're both really good quarterbacks. And we went down the checklist. I think there are advantages for Purdy, and there's clear advantages for Josh Allen. 
think they're on the same tier. Uh, we'll come back, except uh, the sample size. For those except that missed that, size. and that's an important part of this, except the sample size. The sample size uh, obviously favors Josh Allen and his longevity. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we'll get back to the Sacramento Kings, uh, and we'll talk with James Ham. We'll do that when Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. It, it, it just dawned on me during the commercial break what we have to do. As our dear friend Kimberly was in here. Shout out, Kim. She was mad this morning. I didn't, I, we were talking about the basketball game. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Well, she's the one who showed up. Everybody else didn't come to work. Stacey Kaufman, nowhere to be found. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no warrior stories on her IG today. No, no Ridge, no Karoge. Oh, no, no, none of the Warriors fans are here. They just, they just stayed home. They, it's a work from home day for Warriors fans today. All right. Y'all go ahead and stay at home, you know, suckers. I realized as uh, we were reading uh, some of the chatty house remarks to Kimberly that the only way, because we're convinced that there are people in this building who still don't understand what we do four hours a day. Mm. We need to bring them into the studio Mm -hmm. so they can actually physically see the chatty house and see like the messages and how they pop up in real time and how they're here and the cast of characters that is Ramsey and, Allison and Jill and David J. Dr. David got to, got to, got to see all of them. Well, the funny thing about that is we don't have to bring them in for them no. to see that. No, that's right. right there for right there. Commandant, just get to your computer. You see it all. No, you spend thirteen twenty TV on YouTube. Yeah, they, they they they. I think there are it's all right there people in this building who have tried to sell that and have never actually seen it. Well, that, I can't confirm that that, that actually happened, but I'm pretty confident it. Oh, did. can you can you meet at one thirty? Uh, no, I'm working. No, no ma'am, radio show. Actually, actually, I can't. Oh, and shout out to those people. They they uh, they actually changed the date of that or the time of that meeting. Also, cannot voice track. By the way, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did get asked <laughs> once. Can you guys voice? Can you guys record the first hour of your show? <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you listen you, to the show? You want us to record the. First hour of our talk show? Uh, no, no, ma'am. You imagine that first hour? Oh, Kings won. Maybe they lost. I don't know. Darren Fox scored 30. Might have scored 15. <laughs> or no, look, just to play it safe, after that game last night, all right, championship weekend here, yeah. you know, just because we can't talk about the game because we recorded it. Oh, man, we're the keys to victory. Keys to After victory. After the most exciting win of the yeah. year. That is crazy. I think Ramsey pointed this out earlier. The last three games have been decided by one point. It's crazy. That is crazy. And uh, that doesn't even take into account uh, they had an overtime preseason game. And yeah, Steph, Steph Curry. Game winner yep. preseason. Yep, that's all I saw last night. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was already, I was already planning on yelling at everyone. No. Y'all told me it didn't matter, and look, they did it again. <sighs> yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was prepared. No, I was worried. I, I was, was worried. I was like, bro, they're gonna lose another close. It wasn't even just losing. It was like you're gonna lose another close game. That would be like, that would be like, the fifth or sixth straight one point. One possession loss oh. in Golden State. My heart dropped when Kevin Herter missed those two free throws because, like, in my head, for those few seconds or whatever, it's like Steph's going to hit this shot. We're going to come to another f- show where yep. we're losing to the Warriors or whatever. It's Friday. Guys are going to be mad. We're not going to talk Royal Rumble anymore. 
We do have to talk Royal Rumble real quick before the vibes would have been so down. Yeah, it would have been. It would have, and it got worse too as the play was progressing. And it's like, oh, De'Aaron's on. Oh, they're blitzing Steph. Oh, Steph's just gonna turn around, fling it in the air, fall out of bounds, and this is going on his goddamn Hall of Fame reel, isn't it? And then thankfully, and he tried to go between the legs, and he just didn't get down low enough. And and wow, there's wow. Yeah, how'd that happen? I think the only two guys I'd feel like that were are Steph and Dame. Mm-hmm. If Dame has the ball on that side of the court, and not just because of what happened a couple weeks ago, just it's, it's Dame. Dame. I'm feeling like, God, damn it, Luca. No, not so much Luca. Like, not 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 Luca be hitting not, some shots. Not yeah, not shade, but yeah, I don't I don't know that I would feel that way with Luca. I would. Luca be after there, some of the things Kyrie has done to Sacramento in recent years. I might think more likely uh, Kyrie. D'Angelo Russell, where is he? Oh God! <laughs> is there a little weight off the back for the Kings after that win yesterday? Not more so just because the Warriors because they've won some Bro, last summer or whatever. But just what? so you close the game and all that. Look at the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a good point. Look, look, at, look at that smile on Domas's face. <laughs> Oh, we good. We good. They feeling great. They feeling great. Yeah, no, I. But to in all seriousness, yeah, I like think the it fact did. you close out a game finally, because yeah. like I said, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have the Suns game in the back of my mind all year. You closed out a game against them, mm-hmm. and now you've got you know a couple against them in 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 tight proximity that you've won. Yeah, and then of course with the way Phoenix went. With the way Milwaukee went, mm-hmm. yeah, it's absolutely, yeah, absolutely. absolutely, and and <sighs> you won't remember this. They won't. I'm sure they won't. Well, maybe they will. We won't. With a couple notable exceptions, they hit their free throws, mm-hmm. and now that's a sample size of two games. But now there's a bigger problem, or maybe not a bigger problem, but now there's another problem. Go ahead. You know how, how, you know what it is. The free throw, the late game free throws. How do we yeah. feel about that? Yeah. I sent a text yesterday. After, even after they won, I was like, they might have psyched themselves out at the line. Yeah. Um. It's it's tough to say because it's just those two two free throws. Well, what could shake it is the fact that they won. Okay, yeah. we missed a couple of free throws. And literally on the game, you missed a couple of free throws. Right. But you won. Because I only say that because Kevin may have psyched himself out, but if – De'Aaron went to the line. He might have, you know, hit him. I think. I think yesterday was more of a Kevin thing than the Kings thing. I won't give them the benefit of the doubt. Just given their last in the league right now, I they feel hit, like. I feel like it's. I feel like it's more a mental thing than anything. With they those hit guys. free throws to put it away against Atlanta. But the other day, Malik was what one for six. We talked about. Yeah, and I think he was perfect the next day, the next game against Atlanta. He was. They shot really, really well versus Atlanta. I think he was. So they're not out of they're not out of the woods yet, but they're on their way. Like I said, these things hit, are, hit them late. In it's the gonna game. be like it's gonna be like they're gonna have to do this pretty much like for the whole road trip. Yeah, for people to be like, oh yeah, it's, they're not even gonna say anything because we're not even thinking about it. If you're gonna miss two, do it in the first quarter. Don't do it at the end of the game. <laughs> All right, James is gonna join us in a minute. Who's winning the Royal Rumble? I, 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 I think I've got a dark horse pick, like a hot take. Oh, okay. Go, I think I'm going to go Gunther. Oh, okay. So Seth's injury's got me thinking. Okay. So did Gunther turn babyface the other day? I'm not sure. That little thing with Seth that we were watching, I was like, did he did he just turn baby babyface? Because Seth is like hurt, hurt, right? Like he's going to be out for nah, a while. After I, I think he, I, I, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're he's framing be it like he's going to be. He's going to be. 
I, I, it sounds like he's absolutely going to be at WrestleMania. Okay, because my thinking is thinking is if he's hurt and he's got to take some time off of, after WrestleMania, he probably just need to have him take do a squash match or whatever. Have to beat the hell out of him. I just I feel like every time, like how much of a match? I feel like do? every time Seth Rollins is on TV with a stupid knee brace on and Damian Priest doesn't walk out with the briefcase, it's ridiculous. Mm. Now they covered it a little bit in that last. We didn't see it. But Gunther's crew was there, and then the New Day came out right after. Mm-hmm. So that would have eliminated you know, any chance for him to do it during that speech. Um, but still, I, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think the answer is probably easy. Like I so people have asked, like, can The Rock win? That's what I was thinking. Is he so showing here's up? Why I don't think the Rock, here's why I don't think The Rock shows up and wins. Because if he, so you don't know, right? You have no idea. But there's a chance the crowd wants Cody. And if the crowd wants Cody and The Rock shows up and The Rock wins, there is at least a possibility that The Rock gets booed. That they treat Cody like Daniel Bryan and The Rock like Batista. Where is it at again? I, 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 was try, I, I don't remember. But I don't think that matters because the Royal Rumble... Houston. The Royal Rumble is a traveling pay-per-view. Like, that's a pay-per-view yeah. where people will travel from right. different countries... Right. To go watch. So I think I was in Tampa. I think he'll get booed. I, th- I think there's a possibility he'll he'll get booed and they don't want to risk that. If Punk wins, they know they can cheer Punk because it's Punk versus Seth and The Rock versus Roman hasn't been set and whatever they decide to do with Cody isn't gonna piss anyone off yet. Mm. Cody and, can't win, right? He can't? Well, yeah, because it's like the whole if he wins, it's like you just automatically put him with Roman. Yeah, I don't like, know. Like that's the Rock. Yeah, yeah. I, so I that's and that, yeah. that's why I can't see a way that Cody wins. And, the, and that's why I'm leaning towards Punk or The Rock. Because our friend, all- our friend at WCW just texted. He said Punk is winning the Royal Rumble because WWE hates me. We're gonna throw a Joe Davidson voice changer on um, our WCW. Oh, I, I I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> but and and I think you guys you guys are much better uh, bookers than than I am. Thank you. But to me, on my simple, you know, elementary level of booking, Punk and the and the Rock are the only ones that can win. This is the only thing that makes sense because it, it, if it's I Punk, agree. you can yep. have Seth, Seth. Yep. And if it's The Rock, you can have Roman. And if yep. you don't want to go through your scenario of him yep. getting booed, yep. the Rock's put it on Punk it. and you still keep out. But once you put Gunther or Cody or Damien or anybody in, it just yeah, convolutes it. Does, it doesn't make sense. No, yeah. you're 100% right. I did think Damien win, winning would be funny because he'd have a guaranteed title match and the money in the bank. <laughs> But it's also <laughs> that is funny. But it's also how do you get to the Rock versus Roman? I think that has enough juice where you just you don't have to do anything. We don't have the Rock interfering in his match. Does the so, fatal four way or anything? So who is so Roman? Roman is against Randy, right? Is that a triple? Is threat it? Or it's, a it's Roman versus Randy, L.A. Knight, oh, um, God yeah, says. and then um, wonder what uh, AJ Styles. Wonder what James. You can says. you can. <laughs> You can have I'm the same hell you guys talking about. <laughs> you can real quick, you can have Punk win. Yep. And you can do something as simple as Roman wins that fatal four way yep. and the Rock's music hits at the end of it. And he walks out 
face to face, we go off the air. Or down at the end of the the and highway. So, and so And the match is set like the juice is already there. You don't need nothing else. That's the storyline. No, I I get it, but I no, I got you. But do you does anyone come out and go, Yeah, dude's been gone for four years and he's just getting a title match at WrestleMania? No. No one does no. that, huh? Okay. Yeah, no. Right. I'm, like, come I'm, on. Trying, I'm trying to make illogical <laughs> scenarios make sense. But like, no, it's fine. James, how would you book the Royal Rumble this weekend? <laughs> Well, he lost me at Fatal Four Way. I gotta be honest. <laughs> James is having Leap and Lenny sure. come out at thirty. I don't know where we're going here, but he lost me at, at Fatal Four Way, and whether there was enough juice. And I'm like, I all right. I, I I thought we were talking wrestling. I'm not sure what we're talking now. Well, we're talking right. sports entertainment. Sports entertainment, pal. Matt George says, <laughs> "What if The Rock comes out and Roman jumps him with the bloodline, and they eliminate him, and that's how you get to the match." Eliminate who? Oh, oh eliminate the Rock comes out in the Rumble, but the Bloodline comes out. They get rid of him, Matt so George. he can't win the Royal Rumble. Seth winds or uh, Punk winds up winning the Royal Rumble, but you've set something in motion yeah. for the Rock and Rumble. Matt George is low key cooking with that one. I think no, yeah, he I, is. not bad. He is, but but bad. my whole thing is sorry, James. Give me a second. James really well, wishes my, he my had whole thing shown is, up. You don't even have to do that. Well, you got to build it up somehow. You can't it's just gotta have to do walk something. in. You can't it's just walk in. Up. It's been built up for three years. No. How do you explain Cody? What do you mean explain Cody? Cody How do is, you explain Cody? Cody's I, unexplainable. He's out of this. <laughs> Get him out of here. Bye. You, Bye, no, Cody. You, but you can't do that. You have to have an explanation for the fan base. There Cody. are people who are behind Cody right now to finish Cody, this story. Cody got it. This, this is, is like bro, when he put you his can't belt do on, that. You can't mess this up. This is like when he put his belt on Jalen Hurts so we can get to Brock Purdy that's, somehow yeah, winning. This dude does not build up the story at all. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's introductory <laughs> press conference will be next Thursday. That note from Adam Schefter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 